Welcome to Conversations with Nista, where we sit down with real people to have real conversations. I hope today's episode leaves you with an insight, an idea, a question, or a smile. Listen in. This conversation is for you. I'm so excited to talk about everything we're going to talk about in today's episode. I have been wanting to have this conversation for so long, and I think it could be helpful for so many people because I actually don't see this talked about enough. And it's especially prevalent for me right now just because I have come back to my hometown. I'm going to all these social events and rekindling with so many people from my, you know, different aspects of my past, uh, childhood, high school, college. And I think for me, it was in some ways an eye-opener to both how much I felt like I've outgrown these parts of my life or this or this city or these ways of thinking, as well as how much healing I might still have to do in terms of how I respond to that feeling of no longer fitting in. So let's unpack that. Um, I want to start with saying that I think right now in mainstream social media, in the whole self-discovery, growth, personal development, you know, topics, we're seeing all this content like, oh, the, the feeling of not fitting in when you first start your personal growth journey, or, oh, the growing pains that come with outgrowing your friends when you first like dive into your healing or growth phase. And we see a lot of that, right? We see a lot of like, oh, I, I no longer resonate with my friends. I no longer resonate with my hometown. But I think what isn't talked about enough is like the complexity of actually healing those emotions and the non-linearity of of it. Because you embark on this journey cool, right? But it takes years to actually not only rewire the brain, but develop an entire new plan of action that will create an entire new reality and an entire new friend group, a group of mentors, a network that reflects this new version of yourself back to you. Like that's a long process. And at least in my world, I have had the privilege and the opportunity to be able to obviously travel outside of my hometown and have all these brand new experiences. And it's been really, really cool. Um, but there have been times where I obviously come home and I visit my parents because I'm really close to them. And those are the times that really test me. And so that's what I want to talk about today, where it's like, you've already gone on the journey. You've already made the decision. You might be like three, four, five years into a whole new chapter of your life, but perhaps, perhaps you have not kind of come back to the same environment again. You haven't been exposed to people from your past again. You haven't been, you just haven't been around that, right? Environmentally, atmosphere-wise, maybe you haven't even had to come back to your hometown or come back to these places that you've outgrown. I won't say hometown. I'll say just just people, places, environment you've outgrown. Let's call it that. For me, it was hometown. I understand that that context could be different for you. 
So if you've never had to go back, (laughs) it's very likely that you could feel so settled and so even at peace, so in this phase of your life where you've moved on, you're like a new person, you're thriving in this new identity. That's where I was in LA. Uh, So I was in LA for what, end of 2021 to end of 2022. And when I was there, guys, like I was so, I was so calm. I was so happy. I was so at peace. And I really just felt like, wow, I have healed. I was confident. I was so sure that I just had healed. I was like, oh, I'm healed now, right? And I, I know, I know healing isn't linear. I was aware of that. But it was just a feeling of like, oh my gosh, yeah, I have, I've finished working through those cycles. Boy, was I wrong. Because <laughs> coming back to my hometown now, because um, I'm here temporarily, just back home figuring things out until, you know, the next adventure. So that's been January of this year, 2023. It's right now when I'm recording this, which is June. Um And man, I have, you know, because of social events that have come up, I have gone to basically, I've gone to these events and I have been exposed to those, you know, previous environments, those previous people, those previous friend groups. And that's when I realized I still have work to do. (laughs) Um, It was in like, even the way that I walked into these events and I was just shaking with anxiety all over, or I would maybe notice subtle dynamics in conversations with people, or just like my heightened awareness to everything, like this this fear of, oh my gosh, is this person talking about me? Has this person seen my content? Are, are these two people like, are they whispering about me? And It's funny because I think like my mind also kind of contorted what was actually happening at times, but also at times it really was the reality of what I thought was happening was very much happening in front of my own eyes. And it was, it was just such an eye opener to the fact that like I hadn't healed. I was simply distracted. I was distracted by all of the glamour and the stimuli and the noise and the appeal of LA and the optics of it seemed fantastic and I really thought that I had just like cleared all of this karma and moved into this new aspect of my life but no being home right now and just being reminded of of situations from my past of triggers from my past even within my own my own home within my own family dynamics I'm like, damn, there's there's a lot. There's a lot we got to work on here. And so now, four years in, remember, guys, like the, I'm not talking, ooh, beginning of your self-discovery journey, beginning of your growth, spiritual journey, whatever. I'm talking four years in. Like, I already walked away from the friendships. I already walked away from the relationships. I already walked away from the career path. I already picked my life up and moved to the other side of the country. I already had a new relationship in that city that also proceeded to play its own karmic cycle and, you know, unfolded the way it did. I've already had new friendships and I've already had some karmic cycles come up within those connections as well. I have an entirely new friend group, but still after all of that, even now 
I'm like, oh, there is a lot of work to do because I was just going through the motions of those things. I was going through the motions of, okay, I need to do A, B, and C. And this means that now I'm in a new identity and I'm healed. But the real healing takes place in all of the stillness and discomfort of you actually facing your triggers and not running away from them. And I didn't realize that what I was doing were subtle, different forms of running away from my own wounds, but they really were. And it's bizarre too, because looking back at it now, I'm like, oh my gosh, so many of these little triggers or these wounds that are now happening for me in person now that I'm back home would happen in my dreams, right? Because that's where we were processing all of the subconscious information, um, particularly in our REM cycles. If you guys are interested in more of like neuroscience behind dreams, I can totally make a different episode on that. But that's where we process a lot of the information that we're not processing in our waking state. And so I would have these like really emotional, like triggering dreams. And it would happen when I'm like across the country, supposedly living my best life on paper, externally on social media in California. Right. And so it's, it just goes to show like, I hadn't really worked through these situations and now I finally am. And It's just, it's really humbling too. It's really humbling to be like, oh, I, I thought, I thought I was there, but no. Um, and so I, that's what I've been challenging myself to do is like sitting with the stillness. I notice myself also, if you guys are feeling this way, where maybe you're perhaps like, you don't have that much energy to go about your day-to-day tasks and you're almost judging yourself for it. You're like, wait, but I, I need to do X, Y, and Z. But like, I don't know. I can't. I just can't. I'm feeling really lazy. I'm feeling very called to just kind of ground myself. Listen to that. Listen to that. Because I am someone who, you know, when I have something I really want to do, I go for it instantly. And if I'm passionate about something, I don't procrastinate on it. Right. And I think that's a lot of us. I think when we're passionate about something, we don't really procrastinate unless there's obviously deep fears behind that passion, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm not someone who typically procrastinates when I'm really excited and I'm, I'm building something and I'm passionate. However, these past few months, I have just been sleeping in. I have not been wanting to do anything. I have been spending my day to day just wanting to literally like take walks and meditate. And I've been judging myself for it. I've been judging myself for it because I'm telling myself like, so you you should be focusing on something. You should be building something. You should be creating something. You should know what your next step is. Even if it's a pause right now, you should at least know. You should at least be working towards it. And so I woke up today and I felt so much peace for the first time in the past like six months because I told myself, I deserve this rest because of all of the cycles that I have been willing to sit with and break. Because believe it or not, all of the energy that you're putting into your own healing, to your own processing, be it in the waking state or in the dream state, either one takes a toll on your body. And so some of you might even wake up from like a full night of rest and be like, why am I so tired? Or have just like weeks on end where you're like, why am I so tired? I want to remind you that 
you could be feeling this way because your your soul, your inner self, your astral self is going through all of this energy and all of this motion with this healing, with this processing, with this cleansing, with the shattering of karmic cycles. That takes a huge energetic toll on you. So if you're just in this phase right now where you're like, I don't know why I don't have the energy for like anything. Like I don't want to call people. I'm just scrolling on my phone. Like I don't know what it is. Obviously check in with your mental health because I never want to discredit science here. I never want to discredit the fact that there could be something deeper beyond the surface. So please check in with your mental health. Please check in with, you know, your your therapist, um, a licensed professional to make sure you're okay. But if it's something where you're feeling like, I don't know, I just feel called to like meditate or like introspect or just like sit with myself, be in like hibernation and hermit mode for a bit, then perhaps that simply is what it is. Perhaps there are insights that need to come from that and you need to cultivate the stillness for that. Because right now when I'm forcing myself to even try and do little things, little tasks, little chores, it's like, it's a huge resistance. And again, like I've been able to identify that for me right now, this isn't procrastination. This isn't an excuse. This is just like a deep feeling of me needing to go through this phase right now. And it's, it's crazy because I've looked into like my birth chart and um, like my, my pattern app. And this is my growing pains season. This is my growing pains year. And um, my birth chart shows that I'm going through my Saturn return early right now. And Saturn is affecting all my placements. And so just looking at the overlaps (laughs) between these different pieces of data is really cool. Um, For me, it's validating because I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm meant to go through this and it's okay. Um, it's really reassuring because I think before I looked at those pieces of, you know, information to kind of evaluate, hey, what's going on with me? Um, I really was beating myself up over the fact that I didn't know what, what came next. So if you are someone who's open to these tools, to these, you know, different like modalities of, hey, perhaps something's going on with the planets right now, or perhaps something's going on with... I don't know, my my personal like cycles and just my own growth journey. Like if you like these external tools, be it human design, be it astrology, astrophotography, whatever, if you're open to that, um, it's really validating for me right now in terms of what I am going through. And it's brought me a lot of peace. Um, so that really is like the gist of what I'm trying to get at is like if you are already years into your growth journey and you're thinking maybe, hey, like I've really overcome this. You will be sure of that only when you come back to the environment that, again, kind of triggered or started this entire growth journey. Every time I come home, I realize how much more work I have to do. And I've been leaning into sitting with the discomfort more and more and more when before, I used to just run, run, run. And so now I find myself literally grabbing a journal when I'm like sobbing or I'm super angry and I'm just like scribbling away, right? Just pen and paper, 
I light a candle. I, I feel what I have to feel. Um, whereas before it was almost like, oh my gosh, let me get in the car and just go somewhere and just be away from home. Let me look at flight tickets. Let me look at cities to go to. And now I understand like I can go to another city. I could book a flight to Paris right now and I could have like the best two weeks in Paris, right? Um, I could post that all over my stories and look like I'm living my best life, but I've run from the entire problem. And so healing is complex. Healing is nuanced. Healing isn't linear, right? We know these things. But I really do believe that the universe tests us to make sure that we have practiced actual real world experiences to fully understand what that means. And so a part of me was really, really triggered when I was at these social events I was talking about earlier. And I was like seeing all these people from my past and there's like those little like bouts of drama that would come up. And now I'm just like shifting from that victim or self-pity mindset to empowered mindset to this is my story mindset. And I remember calling one of my friends about it and I was like crying on the phone to him. I was like, why? Like, come on, dude. It's just been so long. Why am I even like dealing with these things? Like, why is this drama coming up with these people I haven't seen in so long? And he kind of laughed and he was like, he was like, dude, like, this is the book that you're writing. Like, this is all like, like chapters and data for that book. Like, this is all the juice of what's going to go in, right? So he was like, I hope you're documenting this. And he was, it was just such a, like, kind of like a wholesome slash, like, lighthearted conversation where he really was making light of the situation. And it, it definitely helps me to kind of just reframe it and helps me step into the empowered state of, like, this is my story. These are my experiences. And I have to share them with the world. And I have struggled with that for so long because of the feeling of not belonging. Because, and I, I, I share this so deeply and I, I keep saying I and bringing it to my story because I feel that the more that I share what I've been through, the more it's going to resonate with those listening. But I have always known from a young age that I just, I, I, I didn't fit into social groups. I didn't as much as I tried. And I knew how to put on the facade. I knew how to like, how to be sociable and likable and, and say the right things and do the right things. But like, I always had this, this depth, this like gradual inclination with spirituality, with mysticism, with the dark pseudosciences, with like the idea of just the soul and an afterlife. And I've just had this wild fascination. And I knew that what I would do one day would be wildly untraditional too. And I struggled with accepting that for so long. So this is where the whole conversation kind of goes from the complexities of healing to now stepping into that empowered state, right? And and accepting yourself and your story and no longer being ashamed of it. Like that's the huge pivotal transformation I feel I'm going through right now. And especially now that I'm being at home um, or being, I guess, divinely forced. I won't say forced. 
just kind of being divinely put on hold right now, right? And I'm being given this opportunity to be at home and figure it out. Going to these social events, seeing these people from my past, it's been really hard to accept my path. It's been really hard. It's been really hard for me. And one thing I've had to just keep telling myself in this process is that if I am on an untraditional path, I am doing myself a disservice to measure up to traditional metrics, right? So if you are on an untraditional path, it is unfair to you to measure yourself up to traditional metrics or benchmarks. It's unfair. I, I literally made a video on this yesterday, but I kept telling myself, like, your soul, my soul, it, it's not meant to be translated the same way. And yeah, society hasn't really given us, like, those, those roadmaps or blueprints, right? Like, we're figuring it out along the way, and that's, like, the most isolating journey I've ever been on and the most lonely I've ever felt is, like, having to really be my own cheerleader in all of this and be like, you're doing great and every win, even though I have amazing friends, amazing family, so supportive and they hype me up, there's still a feeling of like, if I don't have my own back, I, I, I cannot rely on anything external to be validating my own experiences. And this goes for everyone, right? This goes for everyone, but I think more so when you are on a very like non-conventional journey. It's like, it's like, where do you check in? What are the checkpoints, right? What are the, like, what are the graduation ceremonies? What are like the next, what are the milestones? Um, and so I've, I've really been struggling with that is like being there for my friends and being so happy for them and seeing them have their graduation ceremony, seeing them have their wedding, seeing them have like their, surprise like go away parties and wondering for myself like what does that look like right like where are the milestones in my journey because the milestones in my journey might not even be seen as conventional milestones to other people right and so that's where like being your biggest cheerleader comes into play because something that you have achieved in your own your own you know healing process your own industry could not be seen as a win at all to other people. And it's interesting because these are like feelings and emotions. Again, when I was in California, I never thought about these things. I never dealt with these things. I thought I was like in a totally new environment and I was quote unquote, like I said, healed, right? But I really do think that the true test of that is coming back with this new version of yourself, this new identity and seeing, hey, what's what's still being triggered, right? Like now when I go to social events and these are feelings that come up or thoughts that, that come up, um, the things I've been talking about in this episode, right? It's like, okay, well, where's that trigger coming from? What's the fear behind this? What's the emotion? Where do I feel it in my body? What's a good regulation technique I can do for this? Can I write about it? Do I want to talk it out? Do I want a video diary? Like play around with it, right? Ask yourself these things. Um, because it's likely that you will go through waves of these emotions within one day. I noticed like I'll be 
really happy and productive sometimes in the mornings. And all of a sudden in the evenings, I'm very just like I'm left with this feeling of emptiness and loneliness and not knowing what to do and not knowing what the next day is going to look like or vice versa. I wake up that way in the morning and then all of a sudden by afternoon or by night, I'm just in a really, really good mood again. And I'm going through a season right now where that's very unpredictable for me because I know that I am clearing out a lot of these cycles and that's the phase I'm in. Um, I saw this, this post yesterday and I really needed it, but it said, let June be June and let July be July and let August be August. And I just needed to sit with that because going through these like phases of healing and clearing out these cycles, it's it's obviously massively uncomfortable, right? Like that's the same sort of like sentiment I've been kind of echoing throughout this episode. It's it's uncomfortable. And so in my head, I'm always like, okay, well, it's cool. It's cool. There's only like three weeks left of June. And then in two months, it'll be August. And then in like, you know, five months, it'll be the end of the year. And my pattern app, it said that my growing pains would end in December. So then by that time, I'll just already be done with it. You know what I mean? Like I talk myself through the timeline of it so that it feels like it'll go by faster because think about it. We never do that when we're in a fun situation or an exciting situation. We wish the time would almost like last longer. Like we wish it would like just go on forever, right? Like think about that. Think about like the happiest days of your life or like when you're with your significant other or in that honeymoon phase with your significant other or like big events that you're really, really excited for. Some of us, it's like our wedding uh, wedding day, our birthday, our graduation. Um, I know those things can also be equally not exciting for many of us. So I do want to acknowledge that. I, I understand it's very different for everyone. Um, I'm someone who is not very excited about my graduation day and I still struggle with my birthday. So totally want to acknowledge that. But think about those times when you were actually happy. Like so freaking happy, right? You don't want the day to end. And so like you don't even want the hours to end. And so I I look at where I'm at right now. I'm like, yeah, I'm in this uncomfortable phase, but I'm almost looking to skip it. Like I'm literally looking to skip every chapter just so I can get to a phase where it's not as uncomfortable. But that's doing a disservice to what these emotions could potentially be teaching me, right? That's literally doing a disservice to the, the lessons and the value behind all of these uncomfortable emotions. Because if I could actually lean into them instead of running away, then imagine, yeah, when December actually rolls around and I'm done with the growing pains phase, how beautiful January could be because I actually sat with all of the darkness that I needed to sit with right now. As opposed to like surface level kind of like beelining for January or December and then next year rolls around, but it's like, oh, okay, you didn't really like heal. So we're just going to throw a little bits of like, you know, Little bits of these cycles in the mix throughout 2024 as well. It's like, I don't, you know, I, I would just rather clear it out now. And it's not, that's not even the point. It's not even about, I, I would rather clear it out now, right? It's, I would just rather be present with everything that this moment has to offer because it's not even about the finish line. And that's the reframe that I keep trying to get myself to is like, I'm only going to live June 2023 once in my life. July 2023, once in my life, 
2023 as a whole, as a year, once in my life, the second that I'm speaking to you right now, every second that's passing of this podcast, every minute that's passing, by the time you finish this podcast, put your phone, laptop, whatever down, turn off the TV, go take a walk, like that's 30 minutes of your time that's already elapsed and it's never coming back. So thank you for listening because I appreciate it. But that's that's the gist of it too is like being here in the now and being thankful for that even if it's wildly uncomfortable or quote-unquote negative. The feelings that you're feeling might not be joyous. They might not be playful. They might be really dark and really rough. And that's still just as important, if not more. So with that being said, I think those were a lot of ideas to just sit with in today's episode. Really, the point that I wanted to get across is if you're already a few years into this journey and right now you're just being called to go through it again, maybe back in the same environment that you once were in or potentially just more triggers coming up that you thought you had already worked through and you're like, what? Like, again, why does this keep happening? Um isolation that can come from being on this path and like working through that just a lot of different things that like have been coming up for me and I just know this will be a resonance to the people who need it right now so with that being said I hope this really kind of struck a chord with you and I will see you guys in our next episode